Jake the Film Guy, microbudgeter.com. In this video, we're gonna talk about seven things that you should probably know when you're starting out. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. I made a lot of mistakes when I was starting out. Heck, I still make a lot of mistakes, but you don't have to. And at this place, this site, this YouTube channel, I'm gonna share with you everything that I learned en route to making films, good, bad, and ugly. I hope that you will be able to quote and land these four and five figure video jobs because that'll help you grow not only as a filmmaker, but also as a leader. And we need both. But before we dive in, I understand. You know what I mean? That means no client meetings at the Cheesecake Factory. Did you spend it? After your hoorah speech about three months ago? You ought to know the answer to that question. Numero uno, the very first mistake that I made back when I was starting out, and I wish I had known better, is that the old adage of, if you build it, they will come, it's just simply not true. Just because you put an open sign out there, hang that over your shingle, that doesn't mean that people are gonna come. The day or the moment that you decide to start a video production business, people are not gonna be lining outside your door, lining up, just waiting to do business with you. It doesn't work like that. There's so much noise going on. We are the most marketed generation on the face of the earth. In the entire human history of mankind, there has been no other generation that has had so much noise inundating their everyday lives. And you and I, as small fries, we just get lost in the sauce. So to believe that just because we're in business, the sales are gonna start lining up is a great idea. Well, it's not, it's a bad idea, don't do it. And the second thing, which this is a natural extension of the first problem that I wish I had known when I was starting out is that I need to invest myself, my time, and even my resources into daily sales training. So every working day, practice sales training. If you can't close people on an idea or a transaction, you will starve. And it's as simple as that. It's no different than the basketball greats who practice the free throws all the time. Just because they've done it 4,000, 5,000 times, it doesn't mean that they get to just take a pass now. They have to continue to practice those free throws. The mechanics that go with the sales training is very similar. So find somebody that you like, whether it's old school like Zig Ziglar or someone more contemporary like Grant Cardone, and learn from them. Don't just go a mile deep, go 20 miles deep and learn through their materials over and over again until you are comfortable with handling objections and recognizing what is an objection versus a complaint learn about your follow-up skills, be creative, and commit to the process. Sales are essential, and I didn't know that when I was starting out. The other thing you need to be very aware of when you are starting out is that you absolutely have to have a niche. I thought I could just do everything under the sun. It doesn't work that way. I thought I could do videos for businesses, weddings. I thought I could do small metal music videos. No, you have to figure out your lane, be really great at it, and go 20 miles deep in that lane. You can't be everyone to everyone. Jeff Bezos has the best example. Starting Amazon, he didn't have the vision for the sprawling empire that it is today back then. I'm sure of it. There's no way he could have predicted in 1994 what Amazon would be capable of now. I'm sure he had big visions, but not to the extent that it's grown now. He started out with one simple idea. How do I sell books to people online? That's it. Started out of his mom and dad's garage and the rest is history. Well, it's the same for us. We have to identify our lane and run in it. Another mistake I made when I was starting out is that I could just assume that $25 an hour was a good price. In fact, hourly rates I thought was a good idea. Negative, you need us to start with a flat rate and you need to make sure you're charging what you are worth. This is where investing in the sales training will help build up your confidence. And I have tools over at my website. I have a worksheet, but I also have free resources that you can use 
and figure out what you should be charging your prospective clients. Don't undersell yourself. That's one of the greatest disservices you can do to yourself as a budding filmmaker is to undersell your services or any craftsman for that matter. If you are struggling with this, get help. Identify it as a weakness and work to resolve it. You must absolutely, not only your family and your ability to put food on the table depends on this, but the people around you that you will lead and vice versa depend on your ability to actually level up and communicate the value that you bring to people. Savvy? The other thing you need to be very much aware of, and I didn't know this when I was starting out, is that people are going to try to take advantage of your services as a craftsman. And when I say craftsman, please understand, that goes for men, women, anybody. If you have this tool right in front of you, people are going to want to know if they can use it and offer you next to nothing. Maybe a can of beans. Who knows? But the point is, you absolutely have to say no and be comfortable with saying no. Do not do free work. It's different if you identify a nonprofit whose mission resonates with you and you want to go and volunteer your services to them unsolicited by them. You go to them and say, I would love to be able to produce this video for you because I believe in what you're doing to reach the at-risk children in my city. And I want to be a part of that. That's different than somebody coming to you and saying, hey, tell you what, we work on this video. You can have the final copy and credit, help get your name out there. <laughs> At the end of the day, you got to get some food on your table too. Hey, even Jesus himself said the laborer is worth his wages. Keep that in mind. Another thing, when you are getting these deals lined up, it's not really a deal. And I just thought I could put all my eggs in this one basket once the conversation started progressing and I put all my hopes in there and think everything was going to be buttoned up. But the reality is if you don't have the deal in writing and you don't have some kind of deposit to get the pre-production process kickstarted, you don't have a deal. And I didn't realize that when I was younger and more naive than I am now. I also had less gray hairs back then. Hmm. The point of the matter is you need both. It's not enough just to have a written contract. I've had plenty of those, but with no down payment to start pre-production, the deal never got off the ground. And it's the same for you. Get everything that you're going to do for that client in writing, and then you need to, falling back on the sales training that you're going to be doing continuously as you work and build your video production business, you are going to continue to ask for that deposit that's going to get the pre-production jump-started. Now, if I haven't given you enough information, I've got one more for you. Hang tight. Before we wrap this up, I just want to bless you. God loves you. Use these tools for the glory of God and God alone. You were made in his image. Let that sink in. It makes you valued. And you know what? He knows how many hairs are on your head. He knows how many hairs are on my head too. So that kind of says something about what he thinks about you. I hope. If you got to go, go. But I got one more bonus item for you. When I was starting out, I was always having these conversations with people who are really excited, really outgoing. Now, on the disc profile, these are your eyes, the yellows, the people that are very social. I'm extroverted myself, but I identify more as a D, a red, a dominant personality. And I'm not as outgoing as some of those really high energy people. You and I know them and they command the conversations. They are the center of attention at a party, so on and so forth. These folks will come to you with an idea and that's all it often is. So start to learn how to qualify people. I've got information below at the website, here on YouTube as well, on how to qualify people so that you're not wasting their time and just as important, you're not wasting your time. The high energy, the big idea people, they're a dime a dozen. They get often promoted within the ranks of any organization and we need them. We need those big visionary people. But when you're starting out, you can't afford to waste time with people that absolutely just have big ideas but no capital and no resources to actually execute on those ideas, which is where you would come in and help facilitate translating those ideas. Honestly, qualify them in the first breath and then know if you need to continue that conversation or not. 
chances are if it's a big idea person, they're like, hey, I've got a really cool idea and they're super outgoing, it's probably not gonna happen. I've learned just to go the other way and politely decline the opportunity, especially when I have zero previous relationship with them.